0: You're listening to Kiama Community Radio.
1: Hey guys, I'm Matt, the South Coast Cook. And today on the show we have Damo and Marty from Green Caffeine. We talk about what Green Caffeine is, how they got it started, and how they're cleaning up the ocean. I hope you guys enjoy And I'm the South Coast Kook, and today on the show I have Marty and Damo from Green Caffeine. How's it going, boys?
2: Howdy, Matt. What's happening?
1: Ah, nothing. Enjoying the sunshine outside.
2: What a day. Um,
1: what a day. start by you guys introduce yourselves. Tell me a little bit about yourselves.
2: Here we are, pointing at each other. You yeah. go first. <laughs> no, <you go> first. <laughs> Brooks you can go first.
1: Uh, my name's Martin
0: Brooks, living Kaima Downs, and co-founder. One of the co-founders of a company
2: called Green Caffeine, Sick. which we've had for the last awesome and i'm damien clark also a proud founder co-founder of green caffeine and uh, a local climber downs bloke as well
1: sweet what got you into it boys what's the turning point
2: mate do you want the full story or do you want the 30 30 second hash well whichever
1: one you feel comfortable (laughs) talking about
2: oh look the the full story is literally Martin and i met each other through our our kids uh about seven seven ish years ago roughly maybe a little longer ten eight years ago Thereabouts. The kids are all growing up now, so we're sort of losing track. Um, but yeah, at the time, we were just sort of dads dropping kids off to school and waving to each other, and then the kids became friends, and as the kids became friends, we sort of, you yeah, know, we will come over for a barbie, yeah, sounds good. And I think one day we are sitting there, and we had a, a feed of Chinese, and, and Martin and I said, yeah, we'll go and have a beer, we'll have a crack out the back. And then the wives started talking, the wives started talking, and when they started actually chatting with each other, they said, uh, how's Damien going, and how's Martin going? Um, very, very quickly, we realised we were both sort of on similar paths. Um, recovering from some fairly serious mental health issues, and we sort of did that blokey thing of hey you going, mate? Yeah, sweet, good, all's yeah. good." And, but it was only when the wives connected with each other um, that we realised we're both on the same path. So from there, a friendship formed, and um, we went to the gym with each other, and helped plait each other's hair, and do kids' makeup for dance schools yep. while our kids, uh, our wives, weren't there. And um, we've had some some crazy experiences and some mad journeys. And here we are now, three years later, with a little business called Green Caffeine.
1: Yeah, all over Chinese and beers, eh? Who'd have, who'd have thought? <laughs>
2: Australian a
1: succulent <laughs> Chinese, mate. Who would have thought? <laughs> so um, what's green caffeine? So give me the rundown on how it works. Mate,
0: it is a simple swap-and-go reusable coffee cup scheme. Very similar to the gas bottles. Um, you never own the cup. You can just pick that cup up, use it when you drink your
1: coffee and then drop it back dirty to any cafe that's um, running the scheme. Awesome. Which is going to save um, with plastic cups and all the... throw away ones.
0: That's exactly right. It's just an easy way to have and hold on to a reusable cup. We know that 80% of Australians have got three or four of them sitting in their cupboard and they've got great intentions to be green and use a reusable cup, but... Mate, life gets in the way sometimes. Mate, I'll, fr-
1: I'll throw my hand up the amount of times that I've gone, oh, shit, where's, me, where's my keep cup? Left yeah, it at home. Yeah, or it's dirty. Ha- Happens all the time. Dirty. It lives in the car. Yeah.
2: Almond milk. Smell. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, that, that's, that's what sort of encourages us to get into it. We, we realised that our behaviours were the same as everybody else. Um, we went super greenies when we first had the, uh, the concept thrown at us. But as we sort of looked at it further and went, yeah, actually, this is a thing. Um, and if we've got a pain point, then there's probably a pain point for everybody else. And more importantly, as a business, um, how, do you, uh, how do you sort of incentivize or create an atmosphere where people actually want to do the right thing and do good and make it super simple for them? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we've been fairly lucky to, to change a bit of culture and drive behavioral change in consumers and cafes across Australia by making it super simple.
1: I think, like like you said, if you give that person the option to do it, they'll do it over, you know, oh, it's not there, I'll just grab whatever and just throw it away. So, yeah, it's good that you are doing that.
0: But I think... To the honest truth, I think it was a it was an excuse to get us out of the house as well. I think that was, you could have pretty much thrown anything at us.
1: Hey mate, preaching to the choir as I'm sitting <laughs> here with the <laughs> yeah, podcast. Yeah. So I think it was just, we've seen, like oh Damien, we were both
0: sort of struggling at the time and we didn't know how to get out of it. Um, so yeah, anything could have been probably thrown at us and we would have given it a crack. It was just lucky enough, it was this.
2: Mate, you're talking to two blokes, I, I literally went down to the shops and would stand in a bread aisle for, for 15, 20 minutes, my brain was so... It's sort it's of messed up and fuzzy. Yeah. I couldn't decide whether we we're getting white bread for cassia or brown bread. Yeah. And i am just stand there going, oh, come on, make a decision. Look, how hard is this? And I remember trying to buy a T V back in the day and it literally took me about twelve months to buy a TV because I'd go and research everything and then I'd go into the store and when I went into the store I still couldn't make a decision. My wife's like, What is going on with this place? Well, this is incredible. Yeah. So as Martin just said, like we, we quite often say to each other and, and say to people when we do this podcast, we've got more out of Green Campia, this whole thing folds over and stops today. We've got more out of this than anybody actually realises because it gave us a bit of an impetus and some, yeah, some purpose and some meaning to get on with life Yeah, and dragged us out of some pretty dark deep places and for that we're very grateful for it. Awesome. And
1: like we were saying before, this is now your full time job, <coughs> so you've given up your previous trades, which were, what did you do before this? I was a police officer um, yep.
0: for a few years but obviously had
2: been out of it um, for a few years before we started Great Cafe. Yep. And I was a, a real estate agent, mate, same thing. I actually was out of the game for about five to six years, um, recovering from mental mental health illness, mental illness, sorry. And, uh, yeah, just being a stay-at-home dad and trying to, trying to get my shit back together.
1: Yeah, awesome. It's good. It's good to see that you've started something that's pulled you out, got you, like, off the lounge and, like, doing something positive, you know, which is awesome to see.
2: Like when someone calls you up and you start something and someone actually calls you up and says that's really sick i'd love to jump in yeah we sort of used to have this thing where we'd sort of throw a couple of shakers to each other and put our hands in the middle and go Woo! yeah like well, you just didn't understand the buzz that we would got yeah i think one 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 day, early on in the piece, we had Gareth Ward stand up in Parliament and give an eight-minute member's speech on green caffeine and all the things we are trying to achieve. And we were in the car listening to this, and we were laughing. We are like, man, this must be a slow day in Parliament if we've made it to the floor of Parliament in New South Wales by a local member. But stuff like that, we, we, so many people heard it, and then so many people called us, and so many people recognised the problem, and so many people recognised the solution that we had. Uh, and from here we are now, you know, all over Australia, and um, having a fair dick and crack at it.
1: All over Australia? How many? How many different cafes?
2: Well, we've got about twelve hundred registered. We're about seven hundred and fifty live. Um, we're in every state and territory around Australia. Um, we've got a whole heap of stuff happening in Queensland because they're the only bloody country, that, <laughs> state and country that's open at the moment, and everyone's getting around normally. Um, but yeah, as far as um, as far as growth and what's been happening in the last twelve months, yeah, we've we've sort of managed to spread all the way even down to Tasmania and got sort of three or four cafes kicking down there now.
1: That's awesome.
2: Is this all like
1: via the net, or have you gone to places and? Uh, very early on
0: it was a, it was the uh the old sales pitch where you had to yeah. sort of go out visit cafes up and down the east coast of australia talking to them about it uh, we did that for probably nearly a year but sort of things started to change and sustainability became a bit more of a, a hot topic and more talked about um, and it definitely got easier and then it really ended up not being a sales pitch, and then cafes sort of started it. to reach out, reach out to us, to the point where we now have a couple of brand ambassadors um, working for us, and it's one of the biggest things we say is it's not a sales pitch, like if you have to sell it too much, yeah. it's not for them. Yeah. So we sort of flipped it a little bit, from because when we were uh, first starting off, you'd walk down what, the main street of trying to you know, sell it to a cafe, um, they couldn't get it, some got it, but now, yeah, now everyone just seems to be on top of the sustainability
1: Whoa. yeah nice i i think like as a whole we were moving in the right spot before covid did happen i think like you saw like everyone was doing the keep cup they were jumping on this kind of stuff and it's really it is a bit of a shame to see now like with the face masks and stuff like that it's really it's really sad to see how far we've gone backwards but hopefully once we're out of this like everyone will be more environmentally conscious again.
2: Mate, I think it just shows you the, the the pandemic gives you a clear demonstration on human behaviour if we all believe in something. Yeah. But like we actually all think this is a fair a problem. We can get behind it and rally the troops and solve the issue. Yeah. And while there's some fractured groups and everyone's sort of hating on each other at the moment, COVID's really brought us all together to a degree and I'm hoping that when we pop up the other side the environment's going to be placed right at the top of that list. Yeah. And we can all sort of get behind, you know, single use plastic elimination but also just doing things a bit more sustainably, just looking at your own behaviors and and uh, and trying to drive yourself into a better pace.
1: Yeah, I think um, every little bit obviously makes a huge difference in the long run, and um, I know you guys aren't really surfers, which is cool. But I feel like the surfing community I'll can appreciate. Just pull you appreciate... up here for one sec, mate. Yeah. South Coast
2: kook, you've probably got two of the biggest South Coast. <laughs> you gonna, you, you gonna, have not seen me gonna in gonna the water, guys. guys. <laughs> no, seriously, mate. I think the last last <laughs> time I surfed. Um, I uh, cracked my head at Mystics and literally split the top of the rail open and knocked myself out and I, and I did exactly the same thing a year to the date to that day oh. and I declared that's it and I'm going to leave my board busted in the uh, in the garage and every time I've gone actually thought about getting a surf I go up there and look at that split rail and the egg on my head yeah. and I went no oh, that's enough I've probably got time to hang the board up
1: yeah that's fair have you ever surfed
2: <laughs> mate I do I've, I've got back
0: into it actually oh awesome probably every Friday morning I go out to Mystics yeah right um, a
1: bit of bodyboarding Bodyboarding. Yeah,
0: yeah, I might get the surfboard out if it's a nice cruisy, cruisy day.
1: But yeah. Oh, look, hey, no judgment here. As long as you're in the <laughs> water, guys, I'm happy. <laughs> <I don't> think, <laughs> I
2: think there's not a day that goes past where we wouldn't get in and, in and around the water or on the water. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, fishing or sailing or surfing or swimming or whatever it is. And, yeah, I've I'm actually got a mate that's in the mines and he has Fridays off.
1: Yeah. And we normally
0: yeah, meet at Mystics there. Yeah,
1: right. I'll have to uh, come for a wave on time. It's
0: We actually got a good wave last Friday out there. Yeah. We're normally the first ones out there before the sun rises. Yeah, And then we're sort of out of the water by the time everyone paddles the river and gets, gets in. Yeah, it's been a good way there lately.
1: So you said uh, like fishing, sailing and stuff. Um, I did watch your video, sailing up the north to Queensland. Yeah, yeah, did that. 2017
0: with my family. How was it? It was good. It yeah? It a really good
1: fun. Bring the family close together?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. yeah it was just one of those moments i talked about it. Oh, I think I had a dream about it since I was in about year seven. Yeah, and then um, just pestered the hell out of my family and kids about it. <laughs> and one day, my wife said, all "Right, we're going to do it." And I yeah, was like, no, 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 I'm shit. only joking. We're <laughs> doing No, no, that's no, no, all right. It's all right, I'm only joking. And then yeah, we finally took the plunge and pulled the kids out of school, and yeah, it was good fun.
1: Best place you stopped? You had to narrow it down. And, great- wait, wait, not including Kiama, because we know that <laughs> Kaima is the best. But
0: right. right, I'll probably say Great Keppel Island. Yeah, yeah, that was. Or Percy Islands, probably just south of the Great Barrier. The, the hustle and bustle.
1: Yeah. But yeah. Great Kibble Island was the top spot. Awesome really Nice. So, I'm um, gonna hit you with a hard question here, and like you free- feel free not to answer it. Who does the best coffee in town?
2: Man, that's a that's a very it's a question we have to remain very apolitical about <laughs> <in> Switzerland <laughs> of the, of the you know the Geneva of the coffee industry. Sit on the fence a little bit. Um, I like anybody that supports green caffeine. We had a few of the cafes here that had um, uh, green caffeine to get up and running, and for whatever reason, they've decided not to use the system. So if there's any cafe out there that actually supports the system, I'll support them. Uh, and I think as, as local business goes, like even during the pandemic, I make a conscious decision each week to go and actually buy two or three coffees from you know, one of the local businesses. Because yep. it's easy to sit at home and put your dollars in your own pocket. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the hospital game, not like not like. Like Arsenal, awesome. like everybody, has done it pretty tough in the last twelve months. Yeah. So we've got a responsibility to, you know, throw your dollars around where you can. Is yeah, that, right. was that political enough? I I
1: I when I wrote it down in my notes, I was like, Yeah, no, you know what, I'm gonna throw it at him. Um,
0: it's, it's a bit funny Kyme, because it was where we launched, um, but we've sort of been pulled so many other places around Australia. We haven't sort of got back here yet. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's sort of we're looking for the, a little bit of that hometown support, but Pandemics
2: cause such a problem in yeah. one. It's you can sort of write it out. Yeah, but Kiama should be slinging it really. Like we've we've got um, we've got cafes all over. We've got cafes in towns and Cairns and Launceston and Hobart and all over the place that are you know, doing uh, a lot more things in regards to sustainability and reuse than Kiama is. So a big call yep. out to Kiama if you listen to this podcast, get into one of those local cafes and and uh, and download the app and start supporting the environment and local business and and if you can. Hundred percent. So
1: is there a lot of places you've got to actually Google and go, where the hell is this place? And they want to get my green caffeine cups?
2: Yeah, mate, when a cafe registers in our back end, they go online, they go to greencaffeine.com.au, they register the, the, the cafe, and we get a little notification. It comes through an email, so we'll be on the road together or wherever we are, and we'll be like, "Oh, new cafe registered. And we sort of jump on and have a look at where it is, and literally, like, three-quarters of the time, we're like, where the hell is that? Yeah. And then we're like, you know, to zoom in on the map and check out where it is. Um, and that's cool because there's been, been some places we've travelled to that we you'd never would have gone to yeah uh, yeah obviously this is 12 to 18 months ago yeah uh, but yeah we've been to some pretty cool places just on the back of finding a cafe there
1: yeah name one of them what's what's what stands out at the top of your head
2: uh cairns is pretty cool port douglas like anywhere up in that far north queensland um martin's very familiar with like places like around new and, and Bundaberg and 1770 and we've got a whole heap of cool stuff happening up there um, we know the act like the back of our hand um, all the snow resorts down the Snowies, Parisher, um Treadbow. Like we've been to all those places and set them up. Met with, you know, um, the people that run it and the sustainability managers there. And we've snuck in a few, you know, skis and snowboards at the same yeah. time. And
1: fishing rod must be packed when you go up north I, too. You know, I
2: was just thinking, when we
0: first started, we could have done a review on cafes just by the big breakfast. That, <laughs> <laughs> that was normally the thing that we was almost. We started review. that. We we yeah, should have we, we should live, have gone on with. Uh, Every cafe we went to, we'd get a big breakfast and rate right the cafe. And it started with how much, you know, some of the best big breakfasts you
2: have. is not the amount of food that's on the plate. <laughs> just the way food. it's presented and who it's, who it's presented by. It's like, like a good bakery. If you can go in a bakery, you can you can sort of, you know, tra- taste one of these chunky steak pies or a custard tart. That's sort of the, the benchmark. And a big breakfast is definitely the benchmark for
1: a good cafe in Australia. Yeah, 100% it's so it's it's just good to see people like yourselves that are real people you know what I mean like you go to a place get their big breakfast got a coffee <laughs> yeah. make
2: a sale pitch see you later I'm going home you know yeah, That's, it's... that was our that
0: was our motto pretty much <laughs> it's like yeah we're in and out
2: mate there's a couple of times when we were on the road and we always sort of had to set the policy if we don't drink on the first night we'll drink on like the last night but a couple of times we've made the mistake of probably having six or seven <laughs> beers on the first night and turning up to the meeting the next day going, oh, 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 what have we done that for? So we generally gently get up, go to the gym, go for a run and try and slap ourselves around the face and get, get back into action. But uh, you get that first night fever sometimes and you can't uh, can't escape it. Ah, oh, that's
1: mad. At least at least you've got cool missuses with family and that. They let yeah, you go yeah. out and go to these places and do these things. And now look at you, it's like...
2: Hey, we're saving the planet. Why wouldn't they want us to oh, get
1: out there? 100%. 100%. So, as that. <laughs> 100%. so um, yeah, so... You've got a website and this is how people were, would be to reach out if they wanted to get amongst it.
2: One of the things we worked out super quickly with Green Caffeine is that we can go viral by using the power of social media. So most of the stuff we've ever done with Green Caffeine has just been through Instagram and Facebook. Yep. We didn't have a massive budget. We actually had no budget for marketing when we first started. So we literally just lent on the power of social media. And we realise really quickly, once people actually start sharing your product. So if someone grabs a green cup, takes a selfie, says, shit, I love this product, and I've got it at the you know, the local cafe, how cool is this? We have that happen. Like, if you look at our socials, it happens every day all around Australia. And every day we get one, we're like, yes, how cool's that? So you yeah. can use the power of social media to create a really cool brand. And that brand is now replicated across our cups, our colours, our website, our shirts, like all the stuff we do. If you see it, you know, instantly it's green caffeine. And we've literally just built that on the back of the power of social media. So... Like the website, we had that many people call us and say, Oh, your website's not that good. We go, Yeah, but well, we don't need it to be that good. Yeah. Like, everyone sees us through Instagram and Facebook and, and knows what we do through there. Yeah, awesome. But awesome. the website's pretty good now. Yeah. <laughs> you go and have a look. Green Caffeine, C A F F E E N dot com dot A U.
1: Sweet. Um, What's your order? What's your coffee order?
2: one's a straight out piccolo. And to the truth, I wasn't
0: that big of a coffee drinker before I started <laughs> Green Caffeine. Yeah. So I had to up the game a bit. And um, yeah, <laughs> sort of piccolo's about it for me. Maybe two a day. And if I have two, more than two a day, I'm.
2: I'm wiped out. Normal milk or...? Yeah, just normal, straight out. Sweet. Mate, and I'm a double shot long black up until about midday, then I'll sneak in a double shot flat white up and up until about 3 o'clock, but my coffee intake's generally anywhere between sort of 4 to 6 a day. Yeah. I love the stuff. And it's very hard when you go into a cafe and they say, we've got the best coffee in town, and I'm like, oh, okay, do you? Right, well, better, huh? ch- better try that out. <laughs> Fair enough. So, yeah, a few days we've had... Uh, as a couple of days we looked at each other going... <clears throat> zinging from too much coffee. Um, production line with the cups... So,
1: has this slowed down due to COVID or...? Mate, everything's had a massive impact
0: with COVID, Um, especially this time around. The first time last year, um, there was definitely uncertainty. A lot of businesses closed. I think this time around with the lockdowns, a lot of the cafes have just thought, I stuff it, I'm shutting and I'm going to take, you know, a couple of weeks off. Yeah. But it's slowly coming back. It's definitely... It continues to grow and grow, which is good. Um, Yeah, it's... Such a funny time, Covid. Like, it's you know, cafes are just struggling to keep their doors open, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like everything else,
1: yeah. Just okay, because I saw that you've got like a new, new cup. I, I had the original cup, uh, when you first brought them out the little green ones with the wrap around right it, yeah.
2: That's a collector's item, mate. Don't sell that, <laughs> that'll, that'll be worth millions in and, a few
1: years. And now, I actually got a coffee the other day from Short Black and used your system. Oh,
2: cool, awesome. Um, and I got like it's like the full new, old, like the retro style. With, like, the side bits? The little fins look like little rocket ships. We um, designed that cup ourselves. We manufacture that cup ourselves. Um, and when we first started this three years ago, if we said, you're going to be manufacturing your own cup out of recycled plastics here in Australia, um, we would have completely laughed at you because we had no intention of doing that at all. But, I mean, here we are post-COVID. We've survived the... Um, the great Chinese buy-up, like, like China started buying all the plastics in the world, so we started realising we had to get involved and you know, sort of buy and build more cups, manufacture more cups than what we thought we were going to need in the near future. Yep. So we're now sitting, sitting on a stack of cups, and literally in the last week, we've partnered and penned a few deals that will actually see all those cups go out the door for um, probably November, December this year and early next year. That's so good. Which is, which is sick. It's, it's, it's awesome.
1: How many cups in total you reckon you've made?
2: We've got about 30,000 cups. 30,000 cups 30,000 cups that are somewhere in the ether whether sitting in a cafe or in someone's hand or in their car
1: well mine's in my car just a heads up there
2: you go so you, you get that back into the system and someone else will be able to use it and do the good with it um, but look, we've got universities and oh, we've got some so many cool things that are happening and a whole heap of new tech and some uh, some exciting stuff for green caffeine for, for 2022 let's just hope that the borders stay open and everyone gets their vaccination rates up and we can continue life as normal
1: yeah, yeah awesome also um can you track? So, so with my app, right? I can I can book one out, take it down, book another one out, and it it tallies in my app. Yep. Can you see who's done that the most? Do you guys have access to see who's the yeah. hardcore green caffeine?
2: Wait, we actually shouted one of our mates out originally, and we said, "Mate, you're killing it! You've saved over six hundred cups." And he's like, "In how long?" And we're like, oh, "About six months." He's like. I drink that much coffee? Shit. And we're like, oh, okay, we better calm down and not actually surprise people We want them to keep drinking coffee. Um, but yeah, we can we can see all that sort of stuff. We, we built the platform so it was a bit of a data-driven platform. Yeah. Um, we sort of realised what gets measured gets done and if you can sort of, you know, go into a cafe and say, Geez, you've done like you know, 3,000 cups, how good's that? And not only have you done 3,000 cups, but you've saved X number of kilos from going into landfill and the local beaches, and you've saved X number of dollars on single-use packaging, then um, that was the way to sort of incentivise incentivize people to do the good right, or the good things, sorry.
0: Yep, and we've been so lucky with the people <coughs> that we've worked with since we started Green Caffeine. Um, Two story, when we first decided to get an app developed, we know nothing about apps. Um, we met one guy, and sort of left the meeting going, it was a bit strange, like, you know, I was hoping they'd bounce some ideas off us and we just basically went in there and said, "Mate, this is our idea, didn't think it'll work? And we sort of left the meeting a bit sort of, you know, thinking, oh, shit, this is going to be harder than we thought. And then we met a guy up in Robinson that builds apps, builds apps, and within, like, a minute, he had the idea in his head and he could work it out and he's going, so you want to be able to do this, this and this? I'm like, yeah, that's all we want to do. And he's straight away, bang, all right. And then that becomes his little baby. So, we, like, we're not good, we're just two blokes... That. Yeah. Living the life and sort of let the, the specialist do what he, he does. So now our app developer, almost like his little baby. So he'll ring us up and say, especially at the beginning, hey, guys, I want it to be able to do this. Can it do this? Let's do this. Let's do this. I'm like, oh, yeah, perfect. Yeah. So, so instead of us sort of giving him, you know, the ideas, he's the expert. And we, we've been lucky with our app developer. We've been lucky with our graphic designer. Same thing. We just sort of palm it off to them. And I remember we, we met a, a copywriter um, a year and a half ago. And she got some butcher's papers out. So right hey guys, let's get to know each other. And we're like, no, no, this isn't us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, we don't do this. Like, have you got a coffee? We'll just have a chat. Yeah, we'll yeah. <laughs> just have a chat and she's going, yeah, but what do you want? You, yeah, well this is us. And then straight away within like a week she had us down pat so we didn't have to write things, you know, you just said, right, die, you do it, you, you know us. Um, and that's where we've been super lucky um, that we've just been able to concentrate on like, the heart of Grand Caffeine yeah. and sort of you know palm out all these other people to bring in on the team that specialise in them so when we first developed the app you know we were just so lucky we got the right person that could see you know what the app needed to do in two years time yeah um and all these extra add-ons that we wanted it just come really easy like people's data and tracking where people pick a cup up and drop it out and so we've been really really lucky with the people that we work with definitely
2: let's 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 tell some cool surfing stories we had um we had our Literally three days after our launch we had the APB, so the World Bodyboarding Championships here in Kiama at Surf Beach. Yep. And our mate was the CEO and we sort of walked up and said, oh, we'd like to sort of do a bit of cup promotion and help you guys eliminate single-use plastic." He goes, mate, just come down and do whatever you want. We go, really? Like literally whatever you want. So we went down there and ran our system and sort of helped them... Um, you know, ditch a whole heap of single use plastics, and then we had a, uh, a photo with um, nine times world bodyboarding champion Mike Stewart. And then we talked our idea about him. And like, we literally stand there looking at each other, going, That guy was plastered on my wall as a kid like, like I mean, plastered, like he was, yeah, like the best in the world. And here we are chatting about our business with uh, in with Mike in Kayama yeah. three days after we launched this stupid thing. And we're like, How the hell's that happened? And then, um, probably 18 months after that, we managed to get an event with Surfing New South Wales where um, it was the WSL qualifier. So we actually just got to hustle around and help him run the system, dodge a whole heap of single-use cups. We washed about 7,000 cups by hand ourselves over a week. Um, we got to meet Kelly Slater. Kelly Slater did a Fox Sports interview with a Grand Canyon cup, cup in his hand, did some promo and some interviews. We got a chance to sort of uh, chat with him about what we're doing and, and, and where the mission is. I met some legendary people and formed some super relationships. with surf in New South Wales on the back of that. So, like for us, it's just like, how the hell did that happen? Like, yeah, you know. But I'll tell you how it happened. It happened because we started, and that was that's probably the most important thing. Everyone said, "How'd you get to where you are?" So we just did something. Yeah, and that's that's probably the the lesson in the story.
1: That's so cool. How was Kelly like?
2: He's a good bloke. Yeah, he's surrounded by he's he's under the pump. I'll tell you what, well, I wouldn't no. want to be him. He got absolutely hassled, and uh, yeah, we're very lucky to meet um, Luke Madden and and John Shamuka. past John's unfortunately passed um, tragically, but. Um, yeah as far as that relationship those boys helped us get into some really cool places and got to meet some really cool people and um like when the 11 times world surfing champion standing there doing an interview holding your cart, we're sitting there just going like how that (laughs) happened so pretty cool moment surfing related
1: yeah no that's really cool like like i said like the surfing community is definitely they're all about it like a good environment because we live in the ocean you know what I mean like we love yeah. it
2: But the funny thing is with surfers like this is not going to yeah, pick on people but there's that many people that go for a surf every day and then just walk out of the beach and grab a single use cup and they'll just lob it into a bin that's sitting right near the beach and like once that bin's overflowing or chockers, you don't know where that cup's going to end up and every chance it's going to blow into the ocean at this time of year yeah. so like we always implore people if you're in the ocean you're, you're, you're a coffee loving surfer think about what your single use um, consumption's doing and where that cup could end up and yep. uh, if you think about it hard enough and look around for a green caffeine cafe we might be able to help you solve that problem
1: yeah nice nice yeah well um, I, I appreciate you guys having the time to sit down and have a chat I honestly it means so much to me that to have you guys you guys are awesome
2: you're so, a legend mate good luck with your podcast ah. it's good to see it growing and um, yeah wherever we can we'll always support people on the go so appreciate you having us cheers
1: boys thank you so much. much thank appreciate you it. thanks everyone for listening like and subscribe to the South Coast Cook podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. I am also now featured on the Kaima Community Radio podcast, so check them out too. Follow me on Facebook or Instagram at southcoast.cook for my latest updates. And if you haven't already, check out my website at www.southcoastcook.com for my merchandise and other fun things. Thanks, everyone. Until next time, bye.
0: listening to Kaiama Community Radio
1: The views, information or opinions expressed
2: during this segment are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Kaiama Community Radio.